Hey guys, Editor Joe here again. I'll be popping in a few times towards the beginning of this episode, and then we thankfully didn't have too many internet problems this time. So, enjoy! Hello, and welcome to episode pie of the Alchemists Club. <laughs> I am Joe, your Dungeon Master. Joining me in the Discord chat, we have... Daniel, and I play Chad Fleek. Kyle, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock Dunkill. Matt, and I play Leolin Hillcreek. I'm Waffle and I play Tarajax. And I hope you enjoyed the session we have planned today. If we're very lucky, we'll even get to roll some dice. <laughs> Boy, would that be a treat? Who wants to start us off today with a recap? Last time, the heroes met someone who is very, very cool by the name of Irene Eldrin. Uh She is a former member of the... Uh, Juxian Glider Corps, a uh, former comrade of mine, and now she's a town guard because reasons. And uh, I was reminded of my position as maybe a fugitive, and I maybe should have been in disguise, and that's on me. And so we made plans to leave the city while also discovering that our puzzle box has been opened, and inside were five vials, wait, six vials. <laughs> No, five. No, five. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on, six, right? I thought it was eight. <laughs> right, guys? Um, we had five vials of hatchling blood, which, uh, as I understand it, is basically a ticket to the big leagues for superpowers. Well, there was speculation that it was hatchling blood. Right. I it thought it was be, a hatchling lich flactoring. It could just be, like, cornstarch with, you know, food coloring. Mm-hmm. You never know. Weird stuff. Elves with bald heads. You don't know what they're into. Is actually, I suppose, is food coloring a vital part of elven society? No. All right, we can rule that off then. Definitely not fake blood. Taking all theories, um, our loyal listeners, go ahead and post your theories in the chat. We'll, uh, we'll definitely <laughs> need your help in untangling this mystery. But but by the time this actually goes out, we'll already know what it is. <laughs> yep. My ability oh. to sleuth. <laughs> well, All right. I'll have figured out what it is then. <laughs> so we uh, we checked in with the Shimmer Guard, who are who we are gainfully employed with, and we told them that we're skipping town basically, and yep. that they should forward our, all quests to us when we're out and about. And I think they gave us a business card. Oh, I wasn't sure if we got like a better one. They didn't have any more jobs for us. Uh, the other guys that killed the big giant are getting all the jobs because, of course, they do. Yeah, this is really interesting. Under my like untangling mysteries notes, I've written down taunting owl, and I have no idea what that means. Are you sure that has <laughs> nothing to do with uh, your fact check at, at our intermediary break? It might have been an owl fact. Yeah, you're right. I, I bet you it's an owl fact. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> uh, so are we... I assume we're headed for, like, the city gates to just... No, no, no. You guys are in the library. Oh, that's well, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, stuff. We're in the library yeah. looking for information on hatchling blood. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Desmond and I are on our way to meet you guys at the library, I think. Yes. So we've come up against a dead end on the science side, the folklore side, and it sounds like the religion side was sort of a wash. Mm -hmm. Does anyone have... Any other leads that we could pursue with this hatchling stuff, or should we head out into the world looking for clues more directly? Well, I don't know if it's necessarily possible, but it sounds like Aldrox might be a lead. Yeah, I wonder. I've I mean, that's definitely been. like a lead, but the logistics on gaining access is like something else completely. Yeah, we'd be better off trying to like run this academic route because maybe there's like a foreign exchange student program or something we can get in on. I would like to know Vimish Rinwind is an accomplished academic, but the more entrenched and enmeshed we get with the academics, the less my academic credentials will hold up. So like, <laughs> above and beyond that, uh, Aldrox's treatment of non-humans is notoriously poor. 
Yeah. He's uh, he's a traveling circus bird. Done. What? Uh, Alright, yeah, what about the elf, the dwarf, and the genasi? <laughs> traveling <laughs> human, human foundation that's like waterproof? I'm just saying. <laughs> 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 oh, jeez. Chewbacca Gambit. Like, I just showered. No. No. <laughs> Desmond shows up in like really bad white face. Fellow humans. That's just constantly leaking off of him. <laughs> very no, but, but he didn't actually use like paint, he used flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Have a dry day. <laughs> So, do, is there anywhere else on the continent besides here and Aldrox that would have any sort of learned scholars or anything that we might have heard of in rumor or myth? Um, in terms of folklore, there are a great many tribes out on the Edgelands that have uh, a history oh, of like hero worship and that sort of thing. Like yeah. oral tradition is not necessarily an unreliable source of information here. Right, right. Mm. Um, there are the dragonborn in the Dragonglass Desert who have been living a quasi-nomadic society life for... So they have an extensive oral history. Additionally, the mountain home has existed since before the hatching and is known to have excellent records. The Eversea have any? Uh, like the Abbey or the Eversea itself? I guess the Abbey. Um, we just We already established that. Yeah, the Abbey is kind of religious because of its location and its purpose. Like, the Church of Aquila was established there, not quite against the desires of the monks. But the Abbey is generally not really a religious institution. And it is not an institution of learning. Well, it's it's an institution of learning how to punch people who try to, to take or... Uh, uh, to take the the abbey or threaten the the wellspring at the center of the sea. That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like we have two options. We can head towards the mountain home in the Dragonglass Desert, which Fall Rock would probably prefer, as we can, you know, s- stop by and yeah, that sounds like we're headed in that direction. Or we go to the edge and. Follow up on that. We lost a little bit of dialogue here, but essentially it boiled down to Terajux asking about the existence of dragons on the continent and in the broken world in general. Generally rare. Yeah. Uh, from what people have gleaned from the occasional metallic dragon is they largely stick to uninhabited oh, islands. Right. Yeah. Um, but they would be ancient enough that they would remember the hatching. Some of them might. Right? Some of them might. Okay. Terra Jux discusses the possibility of asking dragons for information. We'll come take care of some goblins for you if you tell us about that. <laughs> <laughs> don't really we don't have a lot to, to an... offer a dragon at the moment. Yeah. Don't really want to go to an island full of them either. You also no, don't have any way of getting to an island full of them. I can, I can fly, so... I, mean, I, I do. If we... Perhaps stumbled upon a glider of some kind. I can fly anything that goes through the air. Trust me. Yeah. Right. Could you fly Ched? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Given enough time, you get you get some kind of like spell to make you lighter. Uh, I I do have Featherfall. Does that count? Yeah. Um, when you're falling, if you <laughs> it, you like jump and I catch you. I mean. No, maybe. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> it all. I don't think he would be w- falling at that point. There's also not really any good way for you to determine a flight path that would ensure that you are able to land at reasonable intervals. I mean, the storm will guide us. Oh, but... I mean, I could just drop him. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you would necessarily be able to fly the entire way either. What? Why not? How many birds do you know, Daniel, that are able to fly for two weeks without stopping? Exactly how, one. How, how big is this continent? Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not talking about going on the continent. We're talking about going between continents over the open sky. Mm-hmm. Oh. A realm of storm oh. and uncertainty. Oh, yeah, I don't want to fly over that. <laughs> yeah, if you were going to try to, like, if you pass by another island... 
You get it some kind of like senzu bean I could eat, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, I'm not risking that shit. Well, let's head for the mountain homes. Uh, we can reassess once we get there. As I recall, it's a pretty your long journey, isn't that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, do we maybe want to like scrounge up some some cash before we head out? I've got like twenty two gold. Wow, because we, we, we spent like a little bit uh, making some money. Could we just maybe do that for the rest of the day and then head out the next? Need to go. Is this that time sensitive? Terrajex could be compromised. Yeah, I don't think we want to stay here any longer than we I can. To. I mean, you're all probably not as heavily implicated, so I could kind of scoot my way out of the city or uh, take refuge as a bum for the rest of the day or a couple days if you need to finish some stuff up. Well, uh, our our primary means of money being the Glimmer... Glimmer Guard? Shimmer, Shimmer Guard. Being the Shimmer Guard, uh, they're out of jobs yes. to give us. So we don't have the means to make the money even if we had the time. Chad what? can run the old... I'm, I'm sure they're not. I'm, I'm a... I'm a I did that courier work. You guys, like, cleaned a church. I gave that money back, so we don't have that anymore. Oh, right? you gave it back? Yeah. Oh. Desmond right. had a, an eye-opening experience. <laughs> he had a, a positive, formative experience with psychedelics. Wait. That, wait. I'm sorry. So he gave back the gold that he earned, like, two, three days ago? Earned is a strong word. Yeah, it was more like an allowance. <laughs> Okay, because I, I thought he like swept a church floor or something. No, that know. was yeah. Uh, I mean, Fall Rock. Fall Rock no, Fall Rock did that. Yeah, because yeah. I thought I thought Desmond made like one or two gold and then immediately nope. just went drinking with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he's already spent that. Never mind. I'm I'm also sh- I'm I'm sure that there's a variety of towns and villages between between yeah. Jux and the desert mm-hmm. that we could right. hit up for small jobs and whatnot. So I think grab a couple days rations and then bounce. Because we made a... Like, six gold is enough to get you, like, a week of poor living conditions, right? Mm-hmm. Thereabouts. Yeah. That's plenty. Yeah. A gold is... One gold piece is a lot of money. It is. For, yeah. Like, a common person. Yeah, and we each had... We got five gold just from the the quest yeah you'd easily be able to outfit yourself with supplies for like two weeks what how much would that be altogether probably well two weeks per person would be about five gold okay really done and done yep yep same here and then so to to clarify your plans right now are to head towards the dragon glass desert and the mountain home to try and investigate hatchling blood correct yeah. Now, you also mentioned last time uh, interest in returning to Farrakh's hometown so that he could uh, sort of get closure on his whole grandpa's funeral thing. Right. Well, the I thought that was in the mountain home. No, he lives no. in a separate area. There's hill dwarves and mountain dwarves. Mm-hmm. But as I understand it, there's some sort of super secret dwarven highway that connects the various outposts, right? Well, it's more of a low way, really. Ha. <laughs> An underway, uh, yeah. Um, so I'm thinking we we go to Fall Rock's family, and then from there we can probably take the underways, mm. or mm. or something like that. Well, so, if not, then my home is on the the north side of the continent, so we just kind of stay north, keep going. Yeah. So it, it, it's on our way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have you have two options here, kind of. If you're intending on going to Zach's hometown, which um, the city of Jux, as you as you know, lies um, in the northeastern corner of the continent, yep, yep, and is largely secluded there by the marbled mountains, which run down from the north to a fair distance down yeah. down the side of the continent. So you have two options uh, because you have Falrock with you. You can either take the tradeway out of Jux and go south down around the marbled mountains or you can head due west to the dwarven outposts in the marbled mountains and from there take the underways to uh the town of agaton is that right mm-hmm. that well, sounds good to me yeah here's my thought because the tradeway is probably very heavily traveled correct yes mm-hmm. and we're still being looked for plus terajux is being looked for so 
Probably. Probably would want to stay on a less used path. You know, a thought strikes me. Um, These underways, we're talking like an underground road here. What's the ceiling clearance like? Uh, The ceiling clearance varies depending on how well maintained the underway is in that particular region of the continent and the amount of effort that went into its construction. But it's always at least 20 to 25 feet yeah, I'm gonna change my vote. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's go around where we're yep. in open, fresh air, and we don't have an entire mountain waiting to collapse and suffocate us. Well, Chad, you're with me, right? Yes, yes, hundred okay. percent. Well, I I disagree that the whole mountain would like fall on top of you. They're they're very secure, safe ways. But um, I'm also not against taking a bit of a longer travel so my beard can grow in a little more because I'm still <laughs> all right. So it's rather, decided rather we avoid the choking darkness. Good power okay. team. <laughs> if we run into any bald elves, then I'm blaming you. Yeah, we'll manage. Well, I mean, we could run into really dark-skinned elves in the mountain. <laughs> over, so. Yeah, that is a possibility. It's elves, either way. I mean, <laughs> it's just right elves now. all the way through. <laughs> it's just an arrow, but it's going to the same word. It's just. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather run into bears than hook horrors. I think that's, I mean, most people would, yes. <laughs> One of them is literally named Horror. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, last little thing while I'm gathering supplies. Um, is there a, like, can I get some paints for one gold? How much will that get me as far as paints and dyes and things like that? Uh, are you looking for, like, house paint or makeup paint or artist paint? Um, I, I would like sort of a general purpose. I think artist paint would, uh, be the most useful. Um, you could probably get like, you know, those like briefcase. Yeah, that's exactly what I need. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Set of paints. And that's, that'll be my last gold. Okay. Uh, anybody else want to do any last minute shopping or preparations while you're in a place that can provide such things for you? How much do potions of healing cost again? 50 a gold apiece. 50 gold apiece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. We've got, we've got divinity on our side. Oh, we certainly do, but it's only <laughs> so much a day. I'd like to just kind of, if, if we're spending time in the marketplace, I'd like to kind of browse through like the dwarven jewelry area because I am still missing air quotes to uh, hair rings that were given to me by a friend and well... If I can find them, I'd like to haggle, but if I can't, then I can't. But I'd like to at least give it a look. Uh, you do not see any anything that resembles the ones that were made for you. Okay, that's fine. It's just nagging sense in the back of my head there. Mm-hmm. So did we all just get like a two weeks worth of like travel and rations and whatnot? Yeah. Or? yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mine's Mediterranean flavored. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, I think uh... it's just one big bottle of wine. Another <laughs> big bottle of olive oil. <laughs> I'm gonna switch disguises again, and uh, I tell everyone I'll meet you out at the trade road gate. I guess. All right, I'm ready as well. Yeah, I'm good. Fine, over. Wait, wait. Or what kind of clothes are we in still? Are we still in like the stuff? Know, from- we got travel clothes in the the village that we right. first came across. Yeah, it's like just normal trade, just normal clothes then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. And I will say that it's like it's getting dark. We have, we have moved past early evening. Time to so, get a move on. Do we want to get a move on, or do we want to just? I guess we I think traveling by night would be very wise. Okay. I say as I'm like affixing a mustache to my face. Yeah, we have a we have a ranger. I mean, you can see where we're going at night, right? Yeah, he's got elf eyes. Let's get a little ways out. Dark vision. Let's set up a camp, and then I think we should be fine. Make sure we're not followed. That's your job, Leyland. So you want me in the front or the back? I want you in the back. I went. I went the other dark dark vision person in front. Hi. Hello. And I'll help. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. I'm blind. 
So, no, I don't. No, but I am resistant to acid. Hey, thank God. Just, just not the type that you found. I know, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Those were magic mushrooms. <laughs> uh, so you begin making your way uh, out of the out of the Grand Bazaar uh, towards the city gates. And can everybody make an insight check for me, please? Ooh, I'd love to. Oh, a uh, total of 20. Total of 25. Natural 20. Oh, I could failed. <laughs> oh my god, I did two. God damn it. <laughs> Still. Okay. Just don't think anything. Fuck yeah. Just insight. Yeah, I had a natural 20. <laughs> how, the, how the fuck? Terrajux? Uh, 21. Okay, so you <laughs> and uh, Falrock and Leolin, all like the hairs on the back of your neck or... Well, I was going to say wore feathers, but that's, that's uh, Chad doesn't notice anything. Um, all stand up simultaneously. Brain. You all look at each other. Well, the three of you look at each other. I don't, no, Desmond, I don't look at them. I don't know these people. Chet and Des, no, you you get the sense that you want to be with the group with people you trust oh, oh, right no. now. Okay. Chet and Desmond shit. just continue on like chatting happily. <laughs> the three of you, you know, I looked that... for rocks in the, the library and I couldn't find a single edible one. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was basically just looking at picture books of animals that I could ship right? to. Um, <laughs> the other three of you notice that despite the fact that you're on a fairly broad street and it's oh. not that late, uh, it is entirely deserted. Oh, There's not a single person on this stretch of road. Uh, uh, I don't like that. I get my twig out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ready my bow. And you're going to give it away that you know if you pull your bow out. Yeah. A, this is just like, I, I just have a stick. I'm harmless. A shadowy figure detaches itself from a nearby wall and steps Ooh. into the lantern light uh, cast by the street lanterns. Uh, and it's a it's a man wearing uh, studded leather armor. He's casually flipping a dagger in one hand. Ooh, that's dangerous. Extremely. <laughs> uh, he Did has... you say this to him? Or no, no, no. <laughs> uh, he has kind of greasy hair, and he looks a bit downtrodden. So what you're saying is he's a thief. Oh, I don't. I don't like whatever whatever conclusions <laughs> you guys want to jump. to, That's your prerogative. It's stereotyping. Yeah, you're definitely profiling here. Yeah, that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> that's <and> how <laughs> acting works. <laughs> that being said, pretty bold to try to rob five people by yourself. He's not he, by himself. Steps, uh, steps out into the light and stops in front of you and says, You know, I heard that the, the uh, Prince of Coin had some new feet on the ground. And uh, uh-huh. we gutter snipes, we don't like that very much. I'm sorry, the who? Prince of Coin, you know, your boss. Never heard of him. Nah, well, I, I know for a fact that that's a lie, friend. Calling me Zelaya? Yes. Am I getting the sense that he's an enemy yet? I, uh, you are not. Well, give me another insight check now that okay. you realize he exists. <laughs> oh, nat 20. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's a bad guy. <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> this man does not have good intentions for you or your or your friends. I immediately cast Charm Person. <laughs> what? Okay. Give me a minute. I have to... On the stat block. Just ruined, just ruined Joe's story. Whatever he had. Was oh, my... I doubt it. Do you think I would let something as trivial as a spell slot stop me? Let's yes. see. Uh, wisdom saving throw. What's your DC? Let's see. 14. Uh, okay. As he's giving his little spiel, a glassy look comes over his eyes momentarily, and he says, And we're just thrilled. We're just thrilled to have more friends in our little community. Even if the <laughs> Prince of Coin and the Gutter Snipes don't really get along very much. Yes! <laughs> I, I kind of like wait, look wait, around wait, a little wait, bit because the yeah, tone yeah, yeah, yeah. completely shifted. I'm like, can you just believe this guy? You just okay, got you but- screws short of an olive branch. I, I held my, my hands out and, like, waggled my fingers, so, like, my 
compatriots would know that I probably cast okay. something on him. Well, there's a verbal component to it, right? Verbal and somatic. Yeah, verbal and somatic. Um, <laughs> I don't... It's not like a specific somatic. It just says somatic, so I don't know what the hell the the component is, but... It means uh, that you need a hand free to cast it. Yeah, I know, but like a specific like uh, gesture know. or finger thing. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if there is one, what but... What, this what flavor do you want to give your charm person you, you make the um the ring with your thumb and your index finger and you hold it out and he looks down at you and gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh my god. That's perfect. Okay. That's that's exactly what I did. That's exactly what I did. And I got him. Got him. So I think I did. I, am I aware that the that the spell succeeded? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, hey, yeah. So now that we're all friends, do you, you have any other friends in the area that we should know about? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got I've got lots of friends, but I have some here with me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Where are they? Can you tell them to come out? Can you Can you uh give yeah, me a can you tell, tell them to come out? Point them out to us, maybe, especially the ones near near us. Come on out, boys. It's we're all good here. <laughs> and uh, four other shadowy figures sort of detach themselves from bits of scenery around you and form a loose circle around the party. Yep. Lovely. <clears throat> and one of them says, Pusher, what are you doing? These people aren't our friends. We were sent here to deal with them. What? No, no. Look, look. These guys are great. I do the thing that I did to the guards last time where I look at the other people here to mug us and I make that gesture like, what are you going to do? Push is such a clown. Look at him pulling his usual old stunts. What a guy. You're um, absolutely right, says the guy who talks and he throws a knife into Pusher's forehead. Yeah. Holy oh. shit. Um, I saw that coming. My expression does not change from this placid smile. What, what a guy. What are you going to do? Um, uh, Pusher drops. Yo, and yeah, the one who threw the knife is like, this idiot. I do not understand why he was put in charge of this. Now, games aside, uh, our boss is not happy with your boss or his slowly growing ring of influence in the city. So we're here to send him a message. <laughs> now, I am... I'm very quickly casting Shillelagh over my staff. Who, who, would your boss, who would your boss be? It's the monologue. Well, I don't think we have any particular reason to do that. Now, I'm a generous man. Which one of you would like to be left alive to take the message back to the Prince of Coin? Ooh, you. I hit him with which one. All right, let's roll initiative. <laughs> it won't be you. Like, or we could just not have a conversation. I wanted to hear the monologue. Me too. I don't do well with people who try to control me. Hey, oh. you, you know, Joe spent like 20 minutes like putting that together to make sure <laughs> it was absolutely perfect. <laughs> I do admit the charm person threw me off a little bit. <laughs> Got him. Hey, you thinned down their numbers by one. That's, yeah. Or, that's exceptional. Or, or Joe just erased the... Uh, just erase the three, you know, shadowy extra figures and made it four <laughs> instead. You, you would never know. I would never know. know. Never know. Ooh. Oh, no. TJ. TJ. Waffle. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> no! Not Slippery D. Ooh. Ow, owie. In case, in case the listeners are wondering, we're uh, I'm I'm reacting to everybody's initiative rolls. <laughs> some of them are not very good. Yeah, some of them are bad. Hey, you want the healer to go last, right? <laughs> uh, sure, that's whatever you say, man. It, 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 that makes some sense. I'll, I'll give it to you. Uh, okay, so at the top of the order. So does my witch bolt go through, or oh, who are you targeting? The dude that threatened us. The, okay. the guy who just killed my friend Pusher. <laughs> he wasn't your friend. He was. <laughs> is his name Puller? I mean, <laughs> tell me his name Puller. No, no, his name Stabber. Thruster. His name is Levi. <laughs> Levi One Tooth. <laughs> okay. Oh. He has one tooth. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, that if I if it does go through, that's seventeen to hit and nine lightning damage. Uh, is it an attack or yeah. a saving throw? Yeah, it's Witch Bolt. 
it's an attack roll. Yeah. So you have to attack. What did you get? Yep. 17. Uh, yes, that'll go through. And how much damage was it? Nine. Lightning. Nine. Nine lightning damage. Okay. Uh, Levi is suitably suitably impressed by the fact that you're electrocuting him. <laughs> <laughs> he grimaces and says, get him. And at this, uh, one of the other fellows, a man whose eyes don't quite track with each other, he takes about mm, 20 feet back, pulls out a crossbow that, uh, like, this is, there are light crossbows, there are heavier crossbows, and then there's this crossbow. So what you're saying is he's an ulting vein. Hawkeye Carl. Yeah, this is well. No, his name is Crazy Dan. Does he have disadvantage um, <laughs> on this? No, he's a big guy. Yeah, but his eyes. He said they oh. are really. Uh, <laughs> You'd yeah. think so. <laughs> oh, does he just close one of them? Uh, yeah, he he. So he puts a bolt that's like two fingers thick into the into the whatever part it is you load the bolts into on a crossbow. <laughs> I'm not pretty sure it's called a splanch. he loads the crossbow with a very large bolt and he uh puts his foot in the stirrup to to wind it up and he launches it at terajax uh and as he does so you see that he he closes one eye uh shakes his head and then closes the other one (laughs) and opens the first before firing all right well my armor class is 12 so i'm fucked only a lot. How oh, much shit. health do you have? Oh. Seven. Seven health. Excellent. Oh, shit. You've full healed since last time. Yeah. Yeah. That's my max. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, hold on a second. What's your ah. constitution? There's no way. I have 17 health. Oh, that shit. Did I not add health when last time I leveled up? Oh, my. No, you <laughs> oh very clearly God. did not. Oh I, I have a constitution score of 13. Yeah, so, so you get yeah. plus one. So plus you, one. you are one level behind on hit points. Ah, shit. Let me roll that really quick. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, I wonder the last thing. I'm hurt. Feel bad, guys. I only got two HP. <coughs> All right. That only puts me up to 10, so don't expect oh any miracles. Oh, my God. Jesus. Okay. Uh, well, you take eight points of damage. Squishy <laughs> boy. Take All cover. Right. How about that? I was going to. Okay. I was going to use you as a shield. Good luck. There. Now, remind me, is which bolts? It's concentration. Concentra- okay, yeah. so make My, your concentration check. Uh, there's going to be 12. Uh, there's going to be a total of 15, which is more than 10 and more than half the damage. Correct. Excellent. And you see, you see Crazy Dan pull another bolt out of his quiver and start to load it. That brings us Guys, help. <laughs> Leolin. Well, I I take aim at Crazy Dan and his uh, ridiculous crossbow. Industrial crossbow. Yeah. And I also think to myself, before I take my shot, that I might want to take that crazy crossbow once we're done here. So, mm. so I take a shot with uh, an arrow at him. And I miss. That that's a that's a five. Yep. Your shot goes wild. Uh mostly because Crazy Dan like as you're aiming at him, you notice that he's not very good at holding still. <laughs> like there are a lot of there are a lot of nervous twitches oh God. going on. Tweaker's Dan. <laughs> <laughs> we got pusher, tweaker, thrower. So, so they're surrounding us, right? There are, are yeah. three people in a kind of triangular formation around you. All right. Well, I, um, for my last move, I kind of grab Terrajux and, and kind of push him behind, like in the middle of us. So, oh, I, the uh, wounded Triceratops formation. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, you push Terajux into the center, uh, making sure to aim his stick away from your own body. Yeah, that'd, that'd be great, too. I like to think the stick, like, the directionality doesn't really matter once it's tethered. Like, I can wave that thing all over the place, and it just points right towards Levi's face. Well, yeah, that's, like, you don't want to put a party member uh, in that Yeah, you don't want to pass the stream. Through the stream, yeah. 
That's fair. Okay. So after you take your shot and miss, one of the remaining gentlemen uh, in front of you produces uh, two short swords and makes a move on Falrock, who is closest to him. Last mistake he'll ever make. Well, we'll see about that. Uh, what is your armor class? 16. And how many hit points do you have? Lots. 23. That is lots. That's almost three times as many as Terrajax. Uh One of the short swords connects, dealing you six points of damage. Okay. The other one, you manage to just, like, bat away with your awesome mm-hmm. monk hands. Fast hands! Uh, Ched. Um, are any of these guys, like, within 15 feet of each other? Uh, two of them are. The one that just made a move on Zack and the the leader are adjacent, more or less. I... They're, like, 10 feet apart. Okay. From where I am, would I be able to cast Thunder Wave and only hit the two of them? Yes. All right, well, I'm going to do would have to put You would have to put yourself at the edge of your kind of, like, circle of friends. All right, that's fine. Okay. All right. Rub my hands together and clap. So they take a constitution saving throw, and uh, they take half if they succeed and aren't blown back. Okay. How much damage? Uh, five plus eight, so 13. All right. Uh, your friend with the two short swords gets blown 10 feet away from Falrock. The other one, Levi One Tooth, uh, he kind of braces himself, and uh, you are you are impressed by the fact that he's managing to weather both thunder and lightning. Yeah, this dude's... This dude's legit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There might but... be something to him. How does he look? Angry. Stunning. That's it? Fuck. Angry. (laughs) Okay. The remaining person who has heretofore been unmentioned outside of his presence, Um, uh, who is kind of dressed in, like, shabby... Think... Okay. Think of, like, Bob from Overwatch. He's got, like, the waistcoat, but it's really tattered and shabby. He's got a bowler hat. Uh, He reaches into... Sorry, yes. I, I wasn't done with my oh, turn. Yeah. I wanted to at least call one of my totems. Sure. Called the bear. So within uh, uh, my aura, which right now is a 30-foot rating, uh, seven temporary hip, and they have advantage on all strength checks. Ooh. Very nice. Excellent. Thank you. This, this is going to be useful. To <laughs> yeah. Now, the, the man in the fancy semi Fancy, previously fancy waist and uh, bowler hat reaches into uh, one of the pockets of his waistcoat, and you see him pull out like you know those little butter packs you get from a restaurant <laughs> that are in, like wax paper. Yeah. Uh, he pulls one of those out and he mutters an incantation under his breath, and he kind of uh, rubs the the butter packet and then kind of throws it at you guys and. As it does, as he does so, it kind of expands and turns into a wave of oily grease. Oh no! That uh, spreads to cover the kind of the entire circle, interior of the circle that you guys are currently occupying. So I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, I'm so good at dexterity. Ooh, that one. Total of twenty. Nineteen. 16. Fifteen. Uh, okay. You all manage to not slip and fall on the grease. Yay. Uh, but you will have to make a dexterity saving throw at the end of each of you. Right. Um, and then he's going to take a couple steps back. He's going to move about 10 feet away from you guys. Uh, then it's Levi's turn. Uh-oh. And Levi grins. You can see his single golden tooth gonna get that tooth he takes a five foot step back uh reaches into his pockets and uh lights a match on the side of his shoe yeah oh, no and he just kind of casually flicks it into the pool of grease which bursts into flame yep. damn our shitty initiatives <laughs> <laughs> uh i will need everybody to make a second dexterity saving throw 15 19. Total of 20. 7. Nine. Nine. <laughs> Nine. Okay. Uh, Leolin and Desmond, you take 4 points of fire damage. Everybody else take... But we still have 
of our uh, yeah, plus seven. For, yep. Okay. Uh, and Levi says to the others, make sure the uh, we uh, get back to the boss and tell him that these are the right ones because uh, if this fire doesn't get put out, he might not be able to identify them. <laughs> Damn. Doki. Uh, Farak, it is your turn. Um. So let's see. We have... This guy who got knocked down. We have waistcoat, Levi, and then Twitchy. Um, not far goes for the the, the boss. Um, <clears throat> nobody else would really notice this, but there's this kind of weird look in Farrock's almost not quite like it's glowing, but almost dashes out of the uh, and around to Levi. Does little bitty of a hop, and then his right arm kind of blurs, glows just just a little bit, and I'm going to use a flurry of blows. Basically, just turn to the iron fist. Like, not quite, not quite. <laughs> you mean you mean Danny Bland? <laughs> uh, so that's two total of twenties and a. Totally. Yes. Okay. That's. Six, twelve, uh, eighteen damage. Nice. All right. Uh, you hear you hear a couple of unpleasant crunches Ooh. from his nose and uh, and one of his arms, and he he takes a, a couple steps back, uh, sort of staggers. He's like, "Ooh, you're a feisty one. They this got a bit more fight in them than I thought." Otherwise, like PCP or something, gnomish cocaine. <laughs> Like he's covered in lightning and fire and broken ribs and he's grinning. His, his single golden tooth. Gotta get that tooth. <laughs> Farrock just uh, maintains his stance and uh, doesn't say anything back. Just there's mm-hmm. a very glowy eyed glare. And uh, everybody else, uh, those of you who take the time to look, you'll notice that Falrock, though he is no longer in the flames, appears to still be smoldering gently. Mm. Just very gently. That's normal. Yeah. <laughs> Falrock's always kind of steaming from the ears. Hey, so describe to me the area that we are in a little bit more, because I'm looking for a large piece of cover that I can dive behind to avoid being skewered by crops. Uh, there are a couple of doorways with awnings over them, um, some crates that are like stacked up against a wall. Oh, hell yeah. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna like run, slide my way in behind some crates. And the only thing poking out is just the end of this twig that is steadily electrocuting creepy grin. Levi, that is going to be five more lightning damage. He he takes it with a smile. Yeah, of course he does. Um, and that, that uses my action, so I'm done. Excellent. Uh, and finally, Desmond. I go in. Desmond goes and pats his arms, gets the fire off of him, kind of mutters to himself, "Is like, I can't believe I'm having to ask for help again." This. Uh, takes a big swig of water and then spits it into the air, um, casting create water. And you notice like rain falls within a thirty foot cube, putting out uh-huh. all the all the fire. Ooh, very nice. Uh, and then I'm gonna walk toward Crazy Dan. Okay, that's it. Just walk towards them. Yeah, I can't. I can't freeze his crossbow yet. That's that's uh, the... that's next turn. Yeah, if any of you are still alive. If we're still alive, yes. Well. <laughs> It's back to Crazy Dan, isn't it? It is. It is now Crazy Dan's turn. Uh, and he takes some steps. Like, he, he walks away from you, you the exact distance that you walked. Yeah. <laughs> and fire real crossbow at you. 23. Oh, you'll be fine. You'll be... If you take 10 points. Of- Jesus. Desmond wants to, like, die. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all according to you're also our healer so it's fine i have one spell slot left i had to take care of you ninnies and your flammability for- <laughs> uh Leyland. okay so, so we've got uh 
Falrock dealing with Levi. Desmond's about to hopefully free the crossbow. So that leaves uh, the guy with the t- two swords and uh, waistcoat. The waistcoat war hat guy. Yeah. Uh, who am I? Who at this point would I be closest to? Like, uh, so Levi is the one who's closest to where you guys were originally grouped. Yeah. Oddball, uh, that's the fellow with the waistcoat and the okay. bowler hat, is uh, about ten feet away from that in the opposite direction. Like he's directly opposite Levi. Mm-hmm. Um, Squick with his two swords has been knocked ten feet away. And he's kind of closer to Levi. And then Crazy Dan is like 60 feet out. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for Oddball, I think, then. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to take a shot at him. And that is a 16. That'll hit. Okay. Then total of three. All right. Uh, the arrow kind of grazes his arm and he kind of slaps at it a little bit. There's some blood. Yeah. Uh, I think besides that, I'm I'm going to back up to where uh, Terra Jux is just to kind of keep, keep cover for him. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, Squick gets back up, grabs his swords off the ground, and runs in at Falrock mm-hmm. since he's closest and you know, two on one, that's fair. <laughs> Seems fair to me. Ooh, okay. You are going to take uh, nine points of damage uh, as his two swords connect with you. Okay. A little bit of blood, a little bit of dwarven blood. It's warm, mm-hmm. bordering on hot. Good blood, strong blood. Uh, Chad. Um, I'm going to fly about uh, 10, 15 in the air over towards Oddball, and I'm going to land behind him and bring my shillelagh down on his head if I can, as I land. 16 plus my wisdom and proficiency bonus is 22. Uh, That'll hit. So that's 1d8 plus my wisdom. Yes. Do you add proficiency to damage? I never use. Like, no, you don't add proficiency. Okay. I've like never attacked physically, so. Never did four, before. Using four, always emotional strikes. <laughs> plus four, uh, eight. He eight could hurt you another way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. There is there is a, a cracking noise, and his his bowler hat is crumpled. <laughs> oh, the source of his power. <laughs> The wax gonna get that hat. Damn it! Oh. <laughs> and uh, Leolin, you can see his face, and it is angry. He's not. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, he's a mage, so yeah, come at me, bro. He can't have that many hit points. <laughs> I mean, what's he gonna do? Slap me? Come on. <laughs> I know, I know. What's he doing? Bye, Chad. <laughs> I'm going to reposition the uh, uh, the bear totem mm-hmm. uh, out just a little bit towards where uh, Desmond is running, so that he's still going to be covered by it. You know, depending on how far he runs out, but not enough that anybody in the circle isn't going to be covered. Okay, sounds good. Uh, it is now Oddball's turn. Uh-oh. And give me just a second to find what I'm looking for here. He does a little chant and uh, waves his hands around in patterns that you don't recognize. Uh, and suddenly there are four Oddballs in front of you. Oh. All perfectly mirroring each other's movements. And his oh, stupid crumpled hat. And his stupid <laughs> crumpled hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, then all four of them uh, take off at a dead run towards Crazy Dan. Uh, you'll get an attack of opportunity on him. One of them. Yes. Oh, I will. Mm-hmm. So the original I hit isn't money. Isn't running. It's a shell game. All of them are running. Oh, all of them are running. All four of them. So first. 
you need to roll a d20 to figure out what you're yeah. hitting. Mm-hmm. If I if I know who's who, or yes, basically. Okay. Or should I roll a percent? No, you roll a d20. Okay. There are specific rules for this. Ten. Oh wait, no, no, no. I w- I'm mistaken. I rolled a d20. Damn it. Okay. Uh, now go ahead and make your attack. Okay. Uh, thirteen. Okay. So as as they're running, uh, your shillelagh swings down and passes directly through one of the oddballs, causing it to dissipate in kind of a, a little puff of magic. The other three get away and are now about 30 feet from uh, just about everybody. Uh, Now it is Levi's turn. Levi, with his broken nose and uh, constant electrocution, (laughs) Mm -hmm. he is going to pull out Mace, and he he kind of steps around you. He's never... never Your... Right. He, he's flanking. He's not going to provoke an attack, attack of opportunity. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to kind of reach down and roll the head of his mace and some of the like last leftover guttering flames from oh. the grease fire. And then he brings it around to smash you in the head with. Ooh, okay. That hits. And you are going to take uh, six points of bludgeoning and three points of fire damage. Okay. And that's his turn. Now it's your turn. Okay. Well, not happy about getting hit in the face, so I'm going to swing my leg out and try and kick him, and then uh, see where it goes. Oh, natural twenty. Hey. Hey. There we go. Hey. So that's my maximum dice, and I roll again, and then add that. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So that is twelve. Nice. And this is a kick. Yeah. Still an unarmed attack. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. You hear a loud cracking noise, and his leg kind of crumples at a really unpleasant angle underneath him. Uh, and he, he falls to the ground and starts swearing at you. I actually turn as I follow the kick and look at him and say, If you want something to remember, remember this. That's another natural twenty. <laughs> oh. Holy! Uh, turns out he's not going to remember this. Because <laughs> yeah. Uh, Orders make you roll better. That's ten. Okay, so where exactly are you hitting him? Oh, his face. Absolutely, okay. his face. He doesn't have a face anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Black. Black. <laughs> oh. More grease for the grease fire. So is <laughs> Levi like down for the count yet, or? Yeah. Oh no, he's he's dead. Okay. Aren't even going to be dental records. <laughs> okay. And with that I turn back around to Squick. Yep. Whatever the guy with the swords is, and I just say mm-hmm. Alright. Next. <laughs> uh okay. Terrajux, uh your your lightning kind of lightsaber retracts back from Levi's <laughs> yeah. corpse into the twig. <laughs> I just leave I leave it like just long enough that the body kind of dances against the ground. <laughs> it, it does a, a macabre little sh- um, London. So the grease fire is still kind of sputtering a little bit, or there's some last yeah. in this pool. Um, are there any bad guys nearby that? Uh, the closest one is Squick, who's 10 feet away from it. Okay. If I were to, let's say, try and use Gust to kind of aerosolize this grease fire into a all-consuming pyre. Where do I put the fire? Oh. Is it out? Yeah, so it's it's like there are a couple of small patches that are still burning. But But not enough where I could try and do like a grease fire. No. Okay. Got a nice emulsion though. Yeah. I, you know what I would like to do is I'm just going to kind of shout at the battlefield as a whole, like... There's plenty more lightning where that came from. The rest of you clowns, throw down your weapons or we'll leave all of you in a barbecued heap. And I would like to intimidate them. Please try. Uh, that is only a 15. <laughs> your voice cracks. <laughs> well, no, I have a crossbow bolt like in my guts. I'm like, if any of you... Uh, hang on. Oh, fuck, this hurts. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, none of them seem particularly swayed by our words. Okay. 
They came um, here to do a job. They did. They did come here to do a job. The guy with the swords is close-ish, correct? Mm-hmm. I would like him to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Um, a terrible chill wind uh, rises up from probably all the way off on the edge of the continent. It's been traveling for three days just to make it here. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. He did, he did he fail? No, he did not fail. Oh, then nothing happens. <laughs> oh, there's a nice breeze. Yeah, he, he doesn't like his hair is wafted and it just looks really cool. And I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> and then I duck back behind my crates. Okay, uh, Desmond. Is it my turn? Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a look around and take stock of of okay. the battlefield. So we've got a dude who's got a, his face knocked off. Yes. We've got another guy with swords. Mm-hmm. Yep. And another dude who's like has three copies of himself. Correct. And then Crazy Dan. Crazy Dan. Nobody else? Nobody else. Okay. So I'm gonna cast magic missile on one of each of the copies of the dude. Ooh. Okay. Genius. That's really clever. Smart. Uh so you get three bolts, right? Yes. There's three dudes. So I'm gonna yeah, one of yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh go ahead and roll your damage for the real one. Uh, that is four total. Okay. Yeah, so your your magic missiles fly out, and what what do they look like, Christopher? They're just pure white, like, arrow-looking things. Okay. Two copies are, again, they kind of vanish in that little puff of magic. Mm-hmm. And the third one leaves Oddball exposed, if reasonably far away from possible threats at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and he uh, he kind of tips his crumpled bowler hat at you. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to continue to walk toward Crazy Dan. Okay. At 30 feet. Right. Crazy Dan forgoes moving this turn to attach a, a mechanism that he produces from uh, somewhere on his person. His butt pocket. To the side of his crossbow. And uh, it has... Two bolts loaded into it, in addition to the one that was that's in like the main slot. Yeah, and he points it at you and fires all three of them. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> okay, these guys have everything. And what's your armor class again? Twelve. Okay, how, how many hit points do you have left? Ten. Well, seven plus the three. Okay, yeah. you're unconscious. You got it. I am unconscious. Um, and you hear like a, a crunching, snapping noise, and the mechanism. Well, the rest of you do. You're out, you're out cold. Um, the mechanism falls off the side of the crossbow, like it's clearly broken. <laughs> it was a one-time use, <laughs> mm-hmm. making him dig deep. Yep, Leolin, it's your turn. So is the whole crossbow broken, or no? Just the just the attachment that he added to give it. A three shot. The three shot. Gotcha. Okay. So the uh, the the bowler hat guy. Uh, so what what what's his deal after the magic missile? Uh, all of his illusory copies have been dispersed, so it's just him. Okay. Don't let him get away. Uh, far. What's how much HP do you have at this point? Not much. I have four. Okay. So I'm thinking I should go for um, the the guy with the swords that's still dueling it out with Fall Rock at this point. Oh, but, that'd uh, be a good idea. Yeah. So I'm gonna take aim at his chest, and that's a 19. Uh, that'll hit. And a five. Uh, all right. He he takes that one in the shoulder, and uh, he doesn't look very happy about it. Granted, he hasn't really he hasn't really taken a whole lot so far, right? But still injured. Okay. Well, then I kind of uh, rush in, and I'm, at this point, I'm going to drop my bow and pull out my uh, two short swords that I have, and I'm uh, next to Fall Rock. Okay. I believe that brings us to. Uh, Squick himself with his swords, and he is going to 
uh, swing one of them at Falrock and one of them at you because he's nothing if not an opportunist. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to miss Leyland. That's going to hit. And you take five damage. I'm unconscious. All right. Two down. Uh, the remaining ruffians, uh, they look more enthused about this particular turn of events. And that is where we will stop for now. Uh, I'm Joe, your dungeon master for this podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com. Uh, joining me on this adventure were... Daniel, I play the plucky Eric Cochran Druid, Ched. Kehal, I uh, play Desmond, the cleric with not enough heal spells. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock, who has just enough fists to punch everything around. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin, the wood elf. I'm Waff, and I play Tarjux. Thank you for joining us.